0: The Opinion Line on Corks 96FM.
1: Towards the end of the program, I referred to this story that was in the news of a young teenage schoolgirl who had died. And at the time, it was being assumed as part of a TikTok challenge. There is a challenge on TikTok called Chroming. And chroming is the sniffing of aerosols or solvents. And I happened to mention before we got off the air yesterday that this story was in the news. Um, this morning we have her name. Her name was Sarah Meskel. She was 14. She was from County Clare. And she took ill over the weekend and she died. And there will be an inquest and all these things. But it is strongly suspected that she had been sniffing solvents and that it was part of a TikTok challenge. It's called chroming, or also called huffing. Back in the day, we used to call it sniffing. It was a huge, huge problem in Cork in the 80s. I remember it very well. Um, and uh, we were contacted by uh, Mary. Mary, you'd taken us right back to the early 80s, to the death of your own son, Billy. Um, I That's right. and I, I know it's many years later, but I'm sorry for your last parent to parent. Even now, Mary, um, he was caught up in. and I remember as well at the time he was caught up in a craze here in Cork for sniffing all sorts of things.
2: That's
1: right. Uh, tell me about him. Tell me what happened.
2: Uh, well, he died in um, April '89. Okay. But uh, I would say he started sniffing sometimes. He started in Deer Park in 86, in secondary school, like. And then um, shortly after that, I remember I was kind of naive because I'm originally from the country, like, and I wouldn't have known about these kind of things that went on. He um, he came in a couple of nights smelling a petrol. Yeah. And he told me that he was helping his friend who lived on the same staple further down, uh, that they were fixing the brother's motorbike or something and they had to put petrol into it. And I, th- I believed them, Yeah. But it was sometime afterwards, I think it was my older daughter said it to me, that uh, I think the telltale signs, no, I mean, t- I tried to remember things yesterday, it is a long time ago, that, um, you know, there was blisters around his mouth. Yeah. A kind of a rash. And I thought that would be when they were inhaling the, the petrol. But it moved on to different things anyway. Uh I think I was very popular around here, I'm trying to think of the name of it it used to be a uh It was hammerite paint. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. hammerite is right. yeah.
2: Yeah. Because he he's come in with this kind of gold or silver, I think it was kind of a gold colour. It would be on his jacket, but it used to wash out the jacket anyway. But, like, you, uh, if he came in with stains of that, you knew, like, but it was, I was saying a thing at purple yesterday. It was later on. Now, he ended up going to school in St. Lawrence's in Dublin. It was kind of an industrial school. He's up there. He it, had sorry,
1: walked. Mary, before we get there, did, did it affect his his behaviour, did it affect his nature? Oh,
2: it did, it did. I mean, I began to get very nervous of him. Right. You know, when he'd come in, like, you know, like someone that would be drunk or high on drugs, you know. And what
1: age was he Uh, at this
2: stage? Oh, yeah, uh, I think he was 13 going on, 14, he died just before he was 16 anyway. Okay, okay. okay. But, uh, like that, because only, uh, he was, I suppose, doing it for, when he went to St. Lawrence's, of course, he wasn't doing it.
1: How did yeah. he end up in St. Lawrence's?
2: I, if I remember rightly, himself and another fella, they robbed a gas meter out of a flat near us, and it was for money for to get something to sniff. Okay, okay. So something small anyway, like us. Yeah. It should have been a warning sign but, to me, but it wasn't. I didn't realise. Wow. Um, but he had give it, They gave he was clear of it, of sadness, but about five weeks before he died, we went back on it. But I remember, hearing listening to him and another young fellow talking, and the different things that they had sniffed. Yeah, shocking. Uh, uh, was shocking. Yeah, nothing more basic household stuff.
1: Yeah, at one stage, wasn't there someone, um, the, the parents council at the at the school, and one of the teachers. I came out with a box of stuff, a box That's of... That's right, yeah. And I remember at the time, because I was, what age was I? I was in my late teens at that stage, or, well, I was in my in my 20s in the late 80s, so I remember it, I remember it very well, and tipex, viral tipex, yeah. pen, pens, felt pens, marker pens, that kind of stuff, like glue, ordinary glue that you'd use ordinary to, to glue, fix yeah. the house, boss stick. You'd open a, a packet
2: of yeah, the craft glue. glue. Yeah. And then um, magic mushrooms.
1: I remember them too, yeah. yeah.
2: Because he came in one day, and like that, he looked for his dad's flask, and he said they were going hunting rabbits. His friend, uh, his friend was known for hunting rabbits. And he said, Oh, i take a flask of tea with me because I might be away a long time. Mm-hmm. And he was back. After a couple of hours, an empty flask, and it was only afterwards, before he went back sniffing again, he told me, I can laugh, no, but I wasn't laughing at the time. Uh, That was the way they were using it for, they were putting the magic mushrooms into the tea, because you get a higher kick.
1: Yes, yes, yeah. They they were up to all sorts, and it was every second house, and every second (sighs) teenager, they were all there. Oh, yeah.
2: I was trying to come to you last night, and I'd say, out of this estate which had around, two, say, 210 houses and a number of flats, there would have been 50 or 60 children at least. Mm-hmm. But the funny thing is, the night he died, mm-hmm. it stopped. Just like really? that. Because it took a local death, someone they knew. Because
1: Tell me what happened but, to him, Mary.
2: Uh, he actually died sniffing a drum of household gas. Ooh. And one of his friends, well, what I would have called a sniffing friend of his, you know, that he would have been caught by the guards a number of times. Now, the guards yeah. in talk over very be gas
1: like you'd use in the cooker in a...
2: It's a big drum yeah. of gas. Yeah. And I, that's another story, Tasha. But anyway, when his friend realised that he had been missing for quite a while... Went looking for him, and when he turned him over, because he was lying face down, the gas was still seeping into him. But the morning after the his inquest, which I think was held in July of that year, in the June or July, uh, a guy knocked at the door with the stuff that had been in his pockets and a big drum of gas. Wow! I said, I kind of laughed. At it. I, I'm fairly cool-headed, like, what I just saw a red like, and the guard was a young guard. He was only doing what he was told to do. I, know. I said, get that picking thing out of my sight. And I said, it don't belong to us, more than likely. He had said, whoever he was we had robbed us somewhere. I know. I know. Or bought it between us. But I don't want to. He thought, I suppose, it came in the house. But,
1: you he, know. Know, he was found, was it, Mary, down near the bar's club, was it?
2: That's right. As far as I know... It's kind of over beyond where the Pitch and Put Club, yeah. over by a stream, which you can get on. Is it Headlands Apartments out on Sassy's Road?
1: Yeah, there was a lot of, back in the 80s, there's places that are built on now with housing estates, yeah, but there were wild country. You were, there, you were at the edge yeah. of the country there, like, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, like, I mean, nobody would see them, but they, they would have gone in through the bars. Because uh, when his friend found them, he ran. Over to the bar, and it would have been a couple of neighbours from here that actually went over and brought Billy back to where the ambulance could take him up to the hospital.
1: And, and tell me, Mary, was he dead when they found him? there he was?
2: Uh, I'd say so because, like, when we went up to the hospital, which would have been a while after my husband got there before me because I wasn't at home that night. I was only across the way. Like, well, uh, when my husband went up, and a neighbour was him. They told him to go into the family room. He yeah. didn't realise what that meant. I mean, when I heard that, I knew. Yeah. So, uh, at the inquest afterwards, the coroner was Mister Reardon, wasn't it? Connie Reardon.
1: I think it was. Connie is is right. Yeah.
2: yeah. He uh, he asked why they asked why were the marks on his arm? And it was actually where they tried to revive him. So he was actually dead when they. Uh, okay.
1: You Zero. said to me that the the sniffing craze stopped pretty much there and then, but talk to me about that effect on what age was he when he died uh,
2: he died nineteen of April and he would have been sixteen on the twenty first of June he, so he was two months short of his sixteenth birthday yeah,
1: he was only a he was only a baby he wasn't even a chap That's he was all. a baby
2: what was it like
1: mary i mean you're you're great talking about it now, you know, and it's forty years ago but or nearly but 30-something, yeah. something but that like, must have been devastating, was it? Uh,
2: I don't know, because even the night he died, my mother and my sister in England, and she said that she had heard me say over the years, I could never see Billy grown up. <laughs> there was many times sitting here in the front room, and I uh, had uh, quite a big family. I mean, there was nine of them all together. And... Uh, he sit up in the arm of the chair and he had a habit of sucking his thumb up to about eight or nine. And you always kind of tell, he was sitting up in the arm of the chair because it wouldn't have been known for more than the session. anyway. And uh, he was like, as if he was looking down, or you know, kind of storing up. I, know. I had that. And I had dreamt once or twice of him being in an accident. And I had dreamt once of identifying him. And yes. it was I identified him up in the hospital after he died. Were you close, Mary?
1: As close as you can be.
2: He was the the eldest son. There was two sisters older than him. But, I mean, we would have been fairly close to him. And, I mean, we went out searching for him. Like, it wasn't the way that he went off at night and I didn't know where he was. My kids were left out after dark until they were about 13 or 14. Mm. Mm. I suppose coming from the country, like, there was nothing to do not a country about three miles outside Cope you didn't go out at night (laughs) as teenagers I know
1: did you ever try to or were you able to try to talk to him at the time
2: oh I did and especially when he uh, the night that he went back sniffing it was only five weeks before he died it was early March anyway and the guards called and said like they had caught him with a drum of gas, and seven, couple of other fellas, and they ran away. Because they would bring him home. They were very good. They tried to bring him home, but mm-hmm. he'd run away from them. But uh, like I kind of said, Billy, we searched all over coffee before. Or, you know, in searching for him when he was missing. And I said, look, you've heard the risk. There was a young fella that had died in the north side. Mm-hmm. But as far as I know, it was, he died from heart failure. Right. Billy died from the fact that he had flooded his lungs with gas.
1: Mm-hmm, i remember I remember the Northside side case, actually the chap with the heart failure, I remember that, but like when you'd say to him, do you know, what would it, like oh,
2: you no know, hard to remember, no. no, but like you get the impression well it, it, it's not going to do me any harm like I'm invincible, but I no. think all teenagers think that anyway, they do, but
1: they, do they do
2: All different things like, you know?
1: must have knocked you for six,
2: uh. <laughs> It did for a while, but I think the fact that I kind of, I suppose, was in the back of my mind that something would happen to him. you know? But, like, I mean, I had eight other kids to look after. My youngest was only six. I mean, he'd tell you now, he cried at the removal, and you'd ask him now, and he's over 40. Why were you crying? Because everybody else was crying, he said. You know, he didn't realise, yeah, I don't think he his, really realised. Yeah,
1: his other siblings, you would nine, my goodness me. Yeah. Like, his other siblings must have yeah, affected, affected them all it, in different ways, wasn't
2: it? Yeah, uh, it would have affected, I think, the brother near seven age, who would have uh, gone sniffing with him a few times, but the funny thing is Billy would always have kind of sent him home, mm. do you know? Like mm. I'd say, maybe he did realise, in, in the back said it could cause back of his mind that it would have caused problems. Yeah. But um no, like I think the younger ones and uh, one thing that sticks out and I always say his third uh, or the the third youngest who's still living here and uh, uh with us, he uh, I remember when I came back from the hospital and I believe he was dead at this stage, like we had even the funeral arrangements started out with his dad's brother and sister who paid for the funeral. Uh, Billy sat up in the bed and he said to me, is Billy all right? Mm-hmm. And I said, he is, because I had no intention of waking the other younger ones at that hour of the night, like I was saying, well, you can we wait till morning. And a couple of, uh, he told me a couple of weeks afterwards, he said, you told me you're lying the night Billy died. Yeah. Because I always kind of told him the truth might be a watered-down truth. It was something serious. like. But mm-hmm. well, that stuck in my mind for years. You told me a lie the night Billy died.
1: How did you deal with it, Mary? Well, you
2: just had to get up and get on with it. Mm. And I'm not a person for sitting down crying anyway. And what I found was if I could... Uh, find myself you know kind of thinking deeply about it or getting uptight about it i've always been able to kind of change my mind or divert my mind to something else and i mean there would have been plenty to keep me going here anyway well,
1: but that that size of family absolutely you'd have been busy, yeah
2: you just couldn't sit down way. and cry and be sorry for yourself and i mean i've always heard the saying cry and you cry alone while the world smiles with you indeed indeed
1: indeed um when you heard me, I think it was me or anybody else referring yesterday, then to this new chroming or huffing is another name for it, but chroming craze and TikTok. I think it, that prompted you to pick the phone up to us.
2: Oh, it did! Like uh, gee, the minute I heard you saying it, uh, chroming TikTok. But then when you said sn- sniffing or whatever, you said the word aerosol. I think it's what actually I'm Oh, my God, don't tell me this. Because it did start here, I think, around 10 years ago. There was a couple of girls, but it kind of died of death straight away. But I did hear that it's, it had been... It's the
1: things. We still don't know what this young girl, Sarah, had been saying. I know that. I know, Something I know. An aerosol, but, but it could have been anything a, from a hairspray to an deodorant. And whole,
2: yeah, and household thing. Yeah.
1: And I know they, they changed a lot of stuff. In the late 80s, a lot of the manufacturers
2: changed. Oh, they did. They, they had a little thing on it, hadn't they? Kind of a triangle and thing.
1: That's right. Yeah, They did. And they, had, they took certain chemicals out of them, that, the strong smell. But, yeah. Yes, even you now, that even now you can buy glue, you, you, you buy certain glues, and that strong smell comes up. Oh, yeah, minute.
2: definitely, yeah. I, I mean, I've used that Evo stick, was it used to be? Evo under.
1: stick or boss stick. Oh, I, there fact, you go, yeah. It was only last year I was using some Evo stick glue or Bostick glue to repair something at home, and I needed a lot of glue, and I was just, put, oh, there's that smell. And you know what I remember, Mary, from the time, from being a young fella at the time? I remember, even though I never indulged myself, I knew people who did. I remember the smell. Remember the smell? Yeah, and the I, smell. I remember being in school and fellas, we all used Tipex, do you know? Well,
2: the, can, uh, yeah, Well, Billy told me that, our, and his friend that time that we were talking about it, that Tipex gave them terrible pains down their legs, in their limbs. Way? That That's why you, m- most of them wouldn't uh, sniff that very often, or they gave it up because. Uh, it gave them, I think, pains in their limbs, yeah, their legs in particular. Lighter,
1: lighter fuel was another one when fellas be filling their That's lighters. right, yeah.
2: yeah. But like what uh, really was telling me over the time, uh hallucinations, mm. they all would get the same kind of what some people, like, He'd tell me that uh, a particular young fellow, that one, identified the young fellow, no, no, no. uh, that he, you'd often see his hands, there would be scratches on the back of his hand, and his dream was that the devil was chasing or something, and he was digging the ground yeah. to kind of get away from the devil, or you know things like that. But to the same kind of dreams people would keep getting, well, not uh, nightmares, I suppose.
1: From someone who has been there and, and suffered the consequences through the loss of your wonderful boy. I and mean, I'm sure he was a wonderful boy. Do you know, even with, with all that was going on for him.
2: I'm sure well, was he a was wonderful Well, he was stubborn, family. but uh, he was, and he was, he was 16.
1: His, that was his job. Stubborn and 16 kind of go together.
2: a typical 16 year old. And he knew, he knew best himself, like, but like, I mean, uh, he had a heart to go, even when he was in Dublin, I in St. Lawrence's, he made a, he, was great his he made a uh, what do you call it a cot a dad's cot for <laughs> his sister and we actually had a little uh, we lived next door uh, and he did a number plate for the house now it's mm. falling apart we left that house up because of a house fire in 95 mm. and uh, and um, the number plate was up in it, but someone when somebody was leaving it there about five or six years ago, I asked one of the workmen, uh, "Would you ever take that off the wall and give it to me?" Mm. And uh, like that, now it's falling apart. Now was uh, you still my have husband it. had yeah. My husband had it upside down there one day, and he was saying, "I will show out a bit of timber." I said, "Don't you dare!" That's the last thing Billy made for the house. Do
1: you know what, Mary, as we speak now? There's stuff coming in. Yeah. Uh, from all over the city. That it's it's happening again. It's oh happening God. again. And yeah. and people are reporting to us here, and I'll read some of them in a minute. But it, they it, are
2: go, it will keep going now until someone local dies again.
1: Petrol, glue, yeah. The usuals. And it I think the thing is, like, for parents and you're Watch your kids is the advice to parents, but it's so hard to spot because of the stuff in the house that they can...
2: Yeah, it could be anything. Like I mean, they could be taking anything out of the house because, as you said, that, that meeting that was organised up in Deer Park, and they brought in the, stu- the box of stuff. Mm. No, I mean, I would have been well aware of nearly all the things that they could have sniffed. But that morning, mm. I was involved in the parents' council in Deer Park at the time, and I just had one look at the box, and I burst out crying
1: because of all the things that were in it.
2: It was just because, like you know, well, it took me back, and I knew it would have had an effect on me. But it was just looking at the ordinary things that are in any household, Windolene? especially under the under the sink.
1: Kind of thing. Windoline J's fluid.
2: Oh, like when to just when you see how ordinary they were, and how they could cause a death, like.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. The TikTok thing frightens you. Just before we finish, the, the TikTok thing frightens you because
2: yeah, you made a great point. Toys, when you.
1: You're talking to Fergal. You made a great point. You said kids want approval from their peers, and if you go on TikTok, you get this chance of approval from kids all over the world.
2: I know. No, I'm not on TikTok myself, but I do know how it operates. Like. And of a few of, my, few of my kids, grandkids and my, nearly my great-grandkids uh, I wouldn't know how to use TikTok.
1: How many grandchildren have you?
2: I have 17 and another one on the way and eight <laughs> great-grandchildren. Fair play to you, woman.
1: Fair <laughs> play to you, Mary O'Riordan. Do you mind me asking? Because I've really enjoyed chatting. What age are you?
2: Uh, I was 75 last week.
1: Well, you know what? You're carrying it well. Fair play to you.
2: If you saw me now, you mightn't think so, because <laughs> I was in hospital during the summer, and I want to get around the house now with a rollator for the moment. But hey, listen, missus, you're, be you're still yeah, getting, I'm getting a, around. You're still
1: getting around. And I, jump... li-
2: I listen to all oh, picking lines. <laughs> Good
1: for you, girl. And that young fella is still watching you from yeah. up, wherever he is. I know. Mary, listen, great talking to you, and uh, I wish you continued good health and recovery. But Mary lost her boy, Billy, uh, nearly 40 years ago to sniffing. It was gas eventually, but he was sniffing everything. He could sniff anything, sniff Tipex. I don't, I don't know if anybody still uses Tipex, to be honest. But Tipex, Bostick, Evo Stick, hairspray, deodorant, Window Lean, Jay's Fluid any number of different cleaning products they're all there they're all under the sink and every any single one of them could kill you and we are getting messages in we're getting messages in from people it's 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 here again and as Mary is saying it'll continue now again until someone else dies we've already had one death from it Sarah Meskel Up in County Clare let's hope we don't get someone in Cork
0: Cork's 96FM